millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. You're right. <laughs> You're not sounding You were like, yeah. This is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from the Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. Mm-hmm. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. I'm Abby. Um, so this week, have we had a gap now? Yeah, we've had a. Yeah, I think. Oh so. no, we haven't had a gap. We recorded no, one last time. It. Yeah, we're all Night. fine. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. Oh, did we, oh, we didn't publish it. Yeah, uh, well, we haven't yet, actually. But uh, by the time they hear this, we, we will have. We'll have published it. Yeah, I But we didn't publish from pu- so we would have published it. So we are a week behind. I actually really... Well, we are a week... We're two weeks... To the listeners, they'll have they'll have had... Missed two weeks, but then they'll have just had an episode oh, last week. I'm sure this is I see. So, thrilling to listen yeah, to. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so the, yeah, we're so back. that's fine. Anyway. We're back, yeah, yeah. And we were back last week. Back from after. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, any corrections or any announcements or anything from last week? No. No, I would like to announce that Rick's hair is particularly floofy today. Oh, is it? That's good yeah. voluminous, though. Yeah, yeah. very voluminous. Th- unfortunately, your hair is good, but a woman would be desperate for that hair. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. a bit wasted on you because you don't care that much. Very thick hair, yeah. yeah. You desperately yeah. show your legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I can't afford to get it cut is the only thing, so I decided I'm going to grow it out a bit more. Oh, yeah, it looks intentional. Yeah. Well, I had to, I've been having to cut it slightly myself at the oh. where the um, where the sideburns side are, yeah, yeah because because oh, yeah. my beard because I mostly outwards? cut around my chin. Yeah, they go a bit like very Wolverine-ish. Oh. And also the connecting area is is a hard thing to gauge you, on a man. Does yours join up? Because some men's don't doesn't join up in the middle. Yeah, I basically does. wear a helmet. Like my hair joins up around the bike. <laughs> my beard goes down oh, yeah, my neck does, and joins yeah. round to oh, the yeah, back of my full, neck. Full, yeah. full, there's just like a hole for the ears. I basically, yeah, I've got <laughs> a hole for my ears. You, know and a hole you remind my me of a little bit. You know when the little boy from in Jumanji, Jumanji yeah, turns yeah. into a monkey, that, but he looks more like a werewolf. Have we I've talked about? I've been regularly this? called that before. I think we've yeah. talked about this anyway on the podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it remains true. Anyway, no. So no. no so the answer to that was no. No. Uh, we actually have had, and I meant to. Um, I've meant to do this for a couple of weeks, and I've forgotten. We have had an uh, an email Ooh. from a listener. Oh, is it a correction? It's a stranger. No, okay, not a correction. Good. Shall I read the whole? I'll read the whole thing. 
<laughs> as opposed to well, what's his title? <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Supposed to just thank Eric. <laughs> some yeah. some internet wieners said something. <laughs> Doesn't really matter what yeah. it is. No, no. Uh, joking. Um, hi, Robin, Rick, and Abby. Thanks so much for all your podcasts. I recently found them, and they've been making my long commute to work far more interesting. Thank you. I came across this story the other day and thought it might be one you could use. Not not sure if it's a bit too much, but cer- certainly made me think. Shit, that's crazy. And then oh, like. he sent me a, he sent a link, and mm-hmm. then he said, "Best wishes, Rob." And then I opened the link. Well, what were you going to say? Virus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I just he cl- somehow closed the company. Yeah. <laughs> and you got did were you Rick rolled? <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing this back. Yeah, I wish it was actually <laughs> because it's worse. Um, what were you going to say? Were you going to say something, Rick? Um, I liked what he said um, before he said, holy shit, this is crazy. Oh, I uh, thought this might be a bit much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's like always a good warning sign. Yeah. yeah. So, first of all, my first warning sign... <laughs> like it's a Necronomicon. We're all going to go mad for reading <laughs> yeah. it. The fir- my first warning sign was that it was a link to the Daily Star, yeah. which already, first <clears> I'm like, this is probably but fiction. you work for is the Daily Star? I did Rob? work experience oh, okay. making up stories at yeah. the, the Daily Star. Um but uh, yeah, so he said it is a it is a crazy story. So he's mm. right, it is shit. That's crazy. <laughs> um, the headline is: Woman chopped off lover's penis with garden shears during bondage sex. I read. I think I read this story. It Did you? It yeah. seem like a very long story. No, I mean, there's not much to it. I think it happened... Where did it happen from memory? Russia, I think. Oh, no, wait. Maybe Argentina. Um, that was a bit racist of you. Yeah. Just, you just assumed what, it would be as mad as someplace like Russia. Russia yeah. Racist against no, the know. Russians. Only some she of the has whitest a people in the world. Yeah. Okay, so here's... There's some pictures to go with it, so... Oh, no. She's the penis chopper offer. So she's... Can someone she, describe her for the listeners? She looks she's like... very um, white and blonde. Lana Del Rey. Like, no, yeah. she doesn't. No, she didn't. She, that, doesn't. That she looks I mean? like an influencer. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. No, no. not Carly I mean, she definitely not. No, but I thought that was like the, kind of the, the quirky one with the squeaky voice. <laughs> but she's okay. usually red-headed. Yeah, but this one's blonde. With look, Well, I was going to say with some I don't even know who you mean. No, maybe uh, I don't mean that person. Uh, some <gasps> oh, first that's a lot. Penises bleed a lot. Oh, fuck. Then there he is. Oh... Um, there's a little black box over his penis. That will fix what, it. What would have been his yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> Why is there a little black box there? Unless he's like holding it back on as well. There's nothing to cover. Yeah, there's nothing to cover. Well, I think just a grotesque just injury. It's just like if you saw a man topless in two little black boxes, cover his nipples. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's yeah, what they do been to women. Off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, some more with the shears. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe it. What are the details of the story? Why did oh, yeah. you do no. it? The details of the story are: he posted some revenge porn oh, pictures of her online. Mm. Deserved. Yeah, deserved. So if it's a real story, <laughs> he got he got what he um, so around basically she cut off around ninety percent of his penis and okay, and a testicle. Gee, um, I think <laughs> a I don't think she like look at him. I don't even think she would have had sex with him in the first place. That's why I find it quite. Well, she probably would have done if she... Um, do you you know don't I mean? know that he's not got a really nice personality. Well, he hasn't, has he? Because he put uh, the pics on. Yeah, but she's not exactly a winner either. Don't yeah, forget, she fucking cut his cock off <laughs> <laughs> with garden shears. And that was valid. She should have had every right to I do feel, that. Yeah, I feel like they're actually quite... I mean, I'm not saying an eye for an eye, but it's almost the same. <laughs> <laughs> Reap what you like, saw, bitch. Yeah. 
Um, um, yeah, I don't foresee them even coming together in order for him to have revenge porn, but maybe he obtained it in some mm. shady way. Well, clearly yeah. he's a shallow man and she's absolutely mental, so they might be mo- like <laughs> ma- made for each yeah. other. Also, there's a bit of an age gap. Not that that necessarily means like, anything, it, but there's it, a 14-year <laughs> age gap. Uh, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. yeah. And if the story was, I'm not, I'm not playing the the, the the ridiculously sexist card. Of mm. If this was the other way around, but if say she'd put pictures of his cock online and he would cut her fucking like <laughs> her vagina off, <laughs> like it's a mu- it, like there's it's kind of oh man, just had his cock cooked off. That's kind of funny in a weird way, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's I mean, double standard. True. Yeah. There's a specific but historical context. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I think one of the first, like, can you believe that stories I've read? I remember being about 12 years old and reading a story about a woman in China who cut her husband's cock off and tied it to a, a balloon with helium and then just let it go. It was a woman who cut it off and fed it to pigs. So, there, like, yeah. there is very similar thing. Yeah, there is one. It, this story mentions L- Lorena Bobbitt who I, I guess is she chopped off her husband John's penis with a kitchen knife in 1993 before throwing it into a field. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. The thing is, like, it's not a, it's not a, a heavy organ and it's not turgid when it's detached yeah. from your body. So, so throwing, it, 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 throwing it would be quite difficult. <laughs> yeah. like, she she threw it into a field. horrible word you could have used. <laughs> what, turgid? Yeah. Yeah, turgid? yeah, that is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there we go. So thanks very much, Rob, you fucking sicko. That was a good story, Rob. Yeah, it's good, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, should we do our own stories now? Yes. 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 Okay, great. What is the mood of yours, Rick? A, l- a little bit creepy, a little bit mysterious. Oh, a little bit already. Mm-hmm. What about yours? Mine is... Um, oh, God. Uh, Don't you have a connecting story from last week? Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this... Um, segments into last week's story so you don't need to know last week's story for this one to make sense in case someone's just like go back and listen to the last episode yeah but you might as well listen to last episode it was good let me Mm. just try to even remember what last week's story was I'm going to do a little bit of a recap Tonya Harding ah yes give us your titles then Um, oh god why do I not write titles silent but deadly oh that's good that's a fat Um, joke yeah Yeah, very funny yes we got it um Mine is uh <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, mine's just blank. Loud, just and, loud and harmless. Without saying what it is, I find it really hard to do these um uh, I find it fascinating that you've worked in journalism for so long yeah, and you're just like, what the, the hell problem? is a headline? No, but I think a headline, <laughs> in news, a headline says what it is. Yeah, I suppose. So a headline says, woman cut man's cock off. Yeah, it doesn't say like, oh, a, a dangerous affair. Um, or, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. But our Actually, that's quite good. That was quite a good one. Yeah. Like yeah, but I but I have to think for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so... Something. I, it, I uh, God, it don't matter. These kind of headlines <laughs> I put on Twitter that uh, sometimes I just put these headlines on Twitter because I don't have a story to back them up and see if a national will buy the headline off me <laughs> just to prepare. <sighs> so the other day I put on Twitter, um, it's it's political madness gone correct, which any paper can run about yeah. any result of any election because then they can just be like, oh, the madness is over. Now, no. now it's. Yeah. And that's oh, all yeah, right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like mm-hmm. £10 ONO. Yeah. And now you just got to fill in the gaps. 
the well, entire you know, article. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. just that's spell the headline, yeah. yeah. You supplied true. the headlines only. Yeah. Well, I think Rick should obviously go first so we can yes. end on your light-hearted note. Yes, oh, okay, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, sorry, my phone's going off. I put oh, it, <laughs> it on airplane silent. How much of the crown season three really happened? <laughs> Thanks, BBC. Oh, that was yeah. just like a text from Beth. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> she does it ask was. me. She like we've been watching it, and she goes, "Who's he?" And I'm like, "Oh, Harold Wilson." She goes, "Tell me everything about him now." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know anything about Harold yeah, Wilson." I've heard of him? That's it. <laughs> I'm seeing the same yeah. thing as you. Um, so this story takes place in <clears throat> in America, and um, the American listeners might be more familiar with this, but you guys might not be. I feel like you might be happy. It's a bit in your kind of spooky, spooky yeah, wheelhouse. I feel like I feel weirdly competitive now. Like I want to, I want to be like, no, I, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, so it takes place in Mattoon, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 1944, uh, September 1st. So the war is coming to a close pretty soon. Um, so on the 1st of September 1944, Mrs. Kern- Kearney of Marshall Avenue is in her house and she smells a strong odour um, at around 11pm in the evening. It, well, it's just 11pm, isn't it? <laughs> um, she doesn't fuss because she thinks like she's got her windows open and she thinks it's just like the the body of flowers. Sorry, I hit someone else's mic. The body of flowers that's outside the window. Just hit a man called Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, that. Mike. <laughs> um, so yeah, she doesn't pay any attention to it and she's in the room where, wherever it is. Um, and she starts to lose feelings in her legs Shit. and becomes weak and unable to move and paralysed from the waist down. Um, what, that quick? Like, like almost uh, yeah, over a course of minutes, I assume. <gasps> so she's out screaming. Having a stroke, obviously, uh, I reckon. And her sister's in the house, whose name is uh, Miss or Mrs. Reddy. Um, so she's married to a different man, I assume. Um, so she, like, quickly... She can smell it too, and she realizes it's coming she can from. Smell it too. Yeah, she realizes it's coming from outside the house, and she's like, "The windows are open. Let's close the windows." So she closes the windows. Smart. At the same time, um, Bert Kearney, who is obviously Mrs. Kearney's husband, who was a taxi driver, is coming back from his shift at about. So it's about half an hour later. So over the course of half an hour, she's paralyzed, and her sister's coming like saved her. He's returning home from his shift. Um. And he sees a dark figure outside the window of his house um, who he describes as um, a tall, thin man dressed in dark clothes with a tight cap and a flit gun. And a flit gun is like one of those um, pesticide things you see in cartoons, you know, where it's like two barrels crossed and one pumps and it it sprays out pesticide. Yeah, Yeah, it's a bit like a plunger. Um, And he gives chase, but is unable to to get this dude right. Um, uh, the police come, are called to investigate the scene, um, and the kind of story that's put together is um, that Miss Kearney had like a large sum of money in her house from something, right. and her and her sister had been counting it um, in the daytime to check it, uh, and they said that chances are that if someone looked through the window, they might have seen it. So okay, so. And it's plausible. The pl- it is plausible. The story gets out, uh, and the local newspaper runs it, but they run it, and he like so this thing is kind of important. They run it as um, the first victims of the gasser. Oh. Um, but um, once this story is run, the police obviously look at the data, and they find out that um, just the evening before, 
um, two separate complaints had come in. They were very similar. So um, there was a man woke a man woke up in his bed, um, coughing like violently, and he was like vomiting, and that woke up his wife, uh, and he was being sick, and she was like. Oh, um, the gas! The, it must be the gas from the oven. Go and check the pilot light quick, so the house doesn't explode. And he couldn't because he's vomiting all over himself. Um, and Why then, didn't she fucking do it? She could, she was paralyzed from the waist oh, down. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> lazy like, bitch. Yes. Um, and then also, there's another st- like another complaint come through of a woman who heard her daughter crying and coughing, having a fit in the other room, and she was like, oh, "I need to check on my young baby." The the woman described as a young mother, mm. um, so I guess it's like an infant. Um, and she can't get out of bed either. She's paralyzed, so all she can just hear is her infant crying in the other room. So, oh um, it isn't even the actually the first attack. Let's let's say, um, but so over the next three weeks, there are dozens and dozens of cases where this is all happening. Um, all these stories are coming through of usually involving uh, some kind of unusual smell, someone being incredibly sick, uh, vomiting. Uh, paralysis from the waist down and usually in recovery like burning lips um, is a weird thing that comes after it Um, isn't that a band? the burning the flaming lips (laughs) yes Um, so like this is this is kind of becoming an epidemic like something something is going on here Um, the first real evidence comes in the case um, on the 5th of September so four days later by this point there's been quite a few it's happening to a couple of people a night and it's not located in one area it's all across across Mattoon um, so 10pm Kyle and Beulah Cordes um, they're returning from the home from what, whatever they've been out doing like dancing shindigging um, and they found on their porch as they're arriving back they found a small white cloth that said roughly the size of a man's handkerchief um, next to their screen door next to some footprints Beulah uh, smelt it and her lips started to burn and she started to feel quite oh Beulah's a woman Beulah yeah right okay um, not a woman's name to me Beulah so it's, yeah it's not, it's not it's like Morag isn't it it's not a, like a, it's not a mm. gen, genteel lady's name yeah. but yeah so Beulah has a big old sniff on it <laughs> um, yeah and she felt like she was going to be sick and then so she, again she reports it to the police and her argument is that they have a dog so there's nothing inside the house and her claim is that they were going to use whatever the gasser was going to use this on the dog to get into the like into the house and do whatever he's doing. Um, the police are going to investigate. Across the street, they find um, a skeleton key, a well-used skeleton key, like like directly opposite their porch. Why did that creep me out so much? Why is skeleton keys so inherently scary? Yeah. yeah, I love, I love. This you know, like it's described yeah. as a well-used skeleton yeah, that's key. Yeah, like, like, um, And also, because you also, in a bit, even though you shouldn't, in your head, you picture it made of bones. I think. Yeah, like well, I do with like a skull at the top. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, um, like footprints again. Footprints are found quite a lot of the scenes, um, and an empty tube of lipstick. Um, which I'd, I'd wrote down because I was listening to the radio when I wrote it down an empty tube of toothpaste and then I had to go back and I was like no no no, no. that's irrelevant to the story my only assumption is that it must have been kissing Kate Barlow that's uh, the only thing that makes sense to me well I don't, I don't think it is I don't even know what that is but that's no, a crazy story for another time either. someone who is listening will understand that reference that's okay. good <laughs> um, we'll, we'll leave it at that um, so yeah in a bunch of the 
couldn't finish the crime scenes um torn screen doors Um, you you know like they're fine as well and on windows those are found broken um the public are really starting to freak out um so the fbi are brought in uh, and the chief of police has to start issuing safety warnings um to deter citizens from carrying guns um so like one of the big one of the big contributors to the panic is that um the male population was quite a lot of them were at war so it was mostly just women in this town like left just kind of on their own um and one of the last so there's 25 victims of what became known as the mad gasser of the mad gasser of mattoon or the mattoon mad gasser something like that Mm. the mad gasser of mattoon um there were 25 victims uh and only a couple of them could give descriptions the last one uh bertha birch um she described seeing the the mad gasser but described her as a woman dressed to appear as a man (gasps) and at her crime scene um they identified like women's shoe footprints so um basically this is ramping up now and because women are poisoners they are women are poisoners it could be you know, you could kind of extend that mm-hmm. into women being gases. Gases. As well. um, so, like, yeah. So, what is kind of interesting is it, about it is that no one gets injured at any point. Um, no one seems to be harmed. No, there doesn't seem to be any sexual assaults that are re- re- reported in relation to this. Um, but people are becoming freaked out because it's been going on for like three weeks where mm. a couple of times a night this is happening to various they, members when they can't walk they can they recover and they can eventually walk yeah they can yeah, yeah. yeah. um so eventually it's getting to such fever pitch in Matoon um that the chief of police just has to they have to start issuing statements saying that it's not a, a mad gasser going around gassing people um let me find here um so it would calm people down effectively they have to create a new story so that people will stop going it's and basically false reports that don't match don't match the mo of what people have been reporting um so the commission of public health he said this is quite bad um he said that there almost certainly is someone going around gassing people um but everyone should stop overreacting because no one's been hurt yet and it's not that bad despite the fact that probably waking up paralyzed and vomiting is yeah. quite bad yeah um, also just knowing that someone can can do it yeah terrifying, terrifying. Then yeah. they could do so much yeah more. but whoever and this, you don't want to be the first dead one yeah, yeah. Some, someone might be the first dead one and whoever this war dodging pencil neck <laughs> is being like you women have no right to be terrified yeah. um but then the chief of police takes it one further and says um there's absolutely no way that it isn't there's an individual doing this there's no individual doing this um and he says uh it's just a reaction because there's a chemical plant quite close by and it must be chemicals coming from the chemical plant so both of these theories do kind of work but also don't kind of work um the the public health commissioner like so they both kind of imply that there's like hysteria going on Mm. um because there's women involved i assume um it is backed up though because uh, cho- choking and vomiting, weakness and paralysis can be a sign of hysteria. Can be like a, um, a manifestation of it okay. when it when it really grips. Um, although it doesn't account for 
any of the evidence found or any of the eyewitness testimony. Yeah. Um, and the chemical plant. Um, so there is a, there are two chemicals that can cause that exact type of reaction: uh, carbon tetrachloride and trichloroethylene. And it can cause these effects. But the company, which has like a really classic like 1940s pulp name, which is Atlas Imperial Chemicals, oh, yeah, like nice. a made-up yeah. chemical company, yeah. um, not only did they say that they didn't produce any of those chemicals in the mm. quantities that it would need to go into the town and affect yeah. town mm. members, on top of which none of their employees were suffering from it. Yeah. Um, the company was cleared by the board the board of health oh, to be right. like it's definitely not it's them. Not them yeah um so the only well the the remaining uh, theories is that it was a mad gasser going around randomly gassing oh. people or people think aliens um but that's it it was never solved it just stopped oh, after that in- like that's i bet so infuriating. if they looked yeah. at like f- what fertilizers were common in that time i bet you could make that gas from fertilizers mm-hmm. and i bet yeah, I bet it was a person yeah. doing it. It must have been a person doing it. Yeah. Squidging it through the window. The Squidging it through window. the window, pump yeah, like pumping it yeah. through a little pss, pss. Yeah. Maybe to steal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think if yeah. it was a, a like from what I know about having been forced to watch lots of grim documentaries, mm. Mm. um, if it was a raper, they would have Rape escalated, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have like gassed them either, like rapers don't do that. No. No. Well, and I mean like too, college rapists do, but not yeah. serial rapists. It, and it's yeah, it's too much of a you you wouldn't know for definite what you were gonna get, what the result was gonna be. Mm. Yeah. You want and you want them you'd want them paralysed but not vomiting. Well I don't know, mm. it depends what gets you obviously. Yeah, like rapist. in the media's like one of the things that cause a hysteria a lot of like psychologists said afterwards is that the newspaper ran with the headline the first victims which very strongly implied there will be more and it will be you lot yeah Yeah, so there we go yeah unsolved mystery of the mad gasper of mattoon yeah Mm. well done congratulations um cool you know what i've realized as well recently is i've gone first so many times recently i think it's because i keep coming with really grim stories mm. yeah you um, do you need so, to dial it yeah. dial it back dial it. From <laughs> yeah. like a well this one's five to like a seven yeah mm. this one this one's not grim okay it's actually there's elements that are very uplifting and then some elements mm, some grim weird. elements yeah. after that <laughs> millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right. So, to recap on last week, um, you might remember I did um, the story of US figure skater Tonya Price, who mm. um, was is mostly well more well known as Tonya Harding. Um, this story intersects with it, intersects with it. Um, it intersects with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like if that story another story fucked and had a baby. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, intersect. It's intersect. Yeah. Um, yeah, so but it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so this is the story of um, Saria Bonnelly, 
Anyone heard of her? No. no. Okay, great. So, um, she was born in Nice in France, mm-hmm. en France. Mm-hmm. Home to um, the biscuit. Yeah, what? <laughs> the nice biscuits. Nice biscuits, yeah. I heard a really, oh, that's not a funny story, but so you today, call nice biscuits. someone, I thought they were called nice, I, until yeah. I was until today just. years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, somebody um, tweeted like, what's the funniest poverty story that you've got? And I was like, no, 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 funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but someone had, someone had tweeted that they went to buy some nice biscuits, mm-hmm. which I until now thought were called nice biscuits. And, um, their card has declined and they're 43p. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is, that is yeah, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> so it's funny because they just wanted some biscuits. Yeah, just it like, wasn't like, yeah. Biscuits, yeah. Oh, We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she's born in Nice, France um, on the 15th of December, 1973. Her initial, initial name was Claudine um, and which she had for 18 months. Um, but then she was adopted by Suzanne and Georges Bonnelly. Wow. I was for a second. I was like, "What would possess ch- parents to just change, change them?" I'm bored of yeah. this name. Yeah, give it a better one. Months, yeah, uh, no, she was adopted and um, renamed um, Surya. So Surya is an Indian name. I'm probably saying that wrong. Sorry, um, but her parents aren't Indian. They're white, mm-hmm. like white French people, and Surya is black. So it's kind of a bit Meet of in a the middle. mix, yeah. <laughs> but they God. just like Indian spent person. a lot. Of, yeah. <laughs> they just spent a lot of time in India and loved India, and they mm. originally planned to adopt an Indian baby and then didn't. It's basically just so. the same as white people who call their babies India. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. I don't know what you, I don't know Katie what it Hopkins. is, but it's. Do Indians yeah. call India India? Do Indians call India India? Yeah, I don't know actually. Like yeah, it, well like I mean I mean just, yeah, yeah. yeah and to me always to me but I don't, maybe and Hindi yeah hin- Hindi yeah. is a main there's multiple languages isn't yeah. there mm. yeah um so I guess what else is there pa- oh, is Pashto or is that no, oh, Punjabi yeah yeah, yeah, yeah Punjabi Afghanistan, yeah. Uh, oh well this can be one for Abigail yeah thanks um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you deal with that we don't have to do this <laughs> yeah. we'd have to do it off the top of our head like she can she can do this um uh yes so. Um, we can guess at the end. In mm-hmm. fact, let's do that. Uh, yeah. So, um, she was really sporty as a kid. Like mm-hmm. she just loved sports, and she did loads of different sports. Um, she she excelled as a gymnast, and she was like a top level gymnast, like a junior gymnast mm-hmm. as a child. Um, and at the age of twelve, age of eleven, sorry, she started figure skating, which oh, is yeah. the start of how the story intersect. She also got knees bashed in. No, but don't. She had, you know, she had her knees improved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she was the first woman to have bionic knees. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, from a young age, she was really competitive and she did like above and beyond what was expected of her. Mm-hmm. Um, she had this coach called Didier. Gulligay? Mm, no, that's definitely not it. By Didier Gulligay? Didier, I'm pretty sure about, but Gulligay. No. Guillermo? No. no. I don't want to see it because anyway, it'll spoil it. Yeah. Um, don't matter anyway. She really impressed Didier, the coach, because mm-hmm. um, she was like athletic and she was fearless as well. Did she? Eh? <laughs> so oh, I was just yeah. thinking of Didier yeah. and then a Canadian might say. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh. It was a bit of a leaf, but. <laughs> yeah. 
If we got a Canadian listener, they'd enjoy Canadian, that. Canadian, that would have yeah, worked perfectly. But shit. no, she's French, French. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she. In 1988, she it was the first time that she competed um, in the uh, Junior World Championship, mm-hmm. and she placed 14th, which is not a bad, Rubbish. you know, in the world. Dog dirt in the world. <laughs> <laughs> not not bad. Um, Either number one or your last. Well, that's it. Yeah. yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she. But she continued to improve really quickly. And bear in mm. mind, you know, she, this was probably... Let me think. Let's, let's do some quick math. She was born in 1973. 30, all right. Um, I was like, 1988 um, Say at the same age she placed fourteenth. Yeah, exactly. Rubbish. But she <laughs> she improved really quickly. Um, and in 1990, two years later, she got the silver medal in the junior junior champion championship. Second. Um, May yeah. as well have been fourteenth. May as well, yeah. What's yeah. what yeah. gold is it? But that sweet, was, sweet gold. Well, that's what that's it. So she was she was so driven, and she really mm-hmm. wanted to get a gold, and she wanted to be the best. Um, she always. You'll have heard this before. Last week, she always scored very highly on the technical mm-hmm. ability, um, but she would often lose points on other elements. So she was considered not that graceful, and she didn't fit obviously because she was a black skater and mm-hmm. just none. Um, she didn't fit that stereotype of like. So there's two. There's two. So I've done, done a bit more research about the stereotypes that you had to be, and one of them was like, um, like a princess. Yeah. And one of them was like a, a little cute, you know, like cute as a button like a, thing. And a she was quite pixie skater. Yeah. Yeah. No. Even the blocks. Even the blocks had yeah, to be had a to princess. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but she yeah and she was quite because she was quite athletic mm-hmm. um she didn't fit that stereotype um and and because and she was black as well probably mm. but you know the judges would never say it's, that it, but it, it's just it's fundamentally bizarre that yeah. one of the judging categories would be like, like the character flair, you, style yeah, or like yeah, yeah it's obscene, they call it something it? but they mean you have to yeah We've, you have to be yeah, a certain you, type of person like imagine if like Andy Murray won Wimbledon and then they just said yeah but you fuck ugly yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you lose no, points because you're Scottish. Yeah, yeah, graceful. Yeah. So, but you know, nevertheless, she continued to do really well. Um, and in 1991, she qualified for the for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So, let me just fill you in on a little bit of a, some backstory. And it seems the case with a lot of like very successful sports people, especially when they're not in a team sport, they're in a, an individual competition. Mm-hmm. Just like Tonya's mum. Um, Saria's mum was always by the side of the ice, like making her do stuff, interfering a lot with the coaching. Um, and Didier, her coach, was like, "Stop interfering!" Yeah, he was, it was really getting his nerves yeah. like all the time. Um, so um, yeah, and her mum would encourage her to practice moves that were illegal to perform in the competitions yeah. that she wasn't allowed to do. Um, like the robot, or like. <laughs> the hip <Backflips>. thrust oh <laughs> backflips oh yeah, yeah makes so, more sense. I just yeah. thought it like <laughs> yeah. violent hip thrust <laughs> like hypersexualized <laughs> <laughs> too much yeah. um 
yeah so she would so she could she could do stuff like backflips because mm-hmm. she'd um trained as a gymnast, uh, gymnast yeah. before um but there are certain certain things that are banned like there well there are certain types of ways that you do figure skating so you spin like on the on the spot and mm-hmm. in the air um but you don't flip like flipping is not one mustn't flip no one mustn't i guess because if you fuck it up you could die instantly probably maybe yeah. yeah i don't know but yeah it's just not and it maybe and maybe it's just like not part of the culture of that sport so you so it's just mm. you, you know like that's not that's not what we want from professional skaters or well not professional because olympics amateur but you know what i mean yeah um so yeah um so she yeah saria was quite, always her mum was always in, encouraged us to do these practice these things that she wasn't allowed to do in a competition um once she was practicing for the olympics so this was in 1991 um she was practicing for the olympics and all the skaters or a few skaters were on the ice at the time in a practice session she landed a backflip that was really close to uh midori ito who was another skater mm-hmm. uh, a japanese skater and midori means green does it yeah oh that's a good little fun fact pe- oh, yeah. yeah it is um, and the officials were like, don't do that again. And she was like a bit pissed off because she was like, I wasn't even like doing anything, you know, like, like I just did didn't. Didn't even me? <laughs> yeah. Didn't even do a flip. <laughs> it was her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we saw, we caught it on film. Yeah. The world's watching. It wasn't me. No. It was else. Yeah. Um, you just turned the camera upside down <laughs> when I was in the air. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So she was like a bit, a bit pissed off and like, um, and also they said, don't do it again, but, it wasn't for a safety reason. It was because mm-hmm. she, they were worried that she would intimidate the other skaters in the practice sessions, like Fucking just by hell. her physical presence. Not, not you know, yeah. <sighs> Snowflakes. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so she's just really pissed off. Um, she'd been on course to win a medal at these Olympics. Um, so Midori Ito had underperformed, the one that she intimidated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Tonya Harding underperformed as well. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan made an error um, that caused her to lose some points. She was on a snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> like a major. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and her coach had said, just do do a really safe routine mm-hmm. and do it well and you'll be you'll get your place first. Like, just do the routine that we practice, the safe routine with, you know, just the, do these steps and execute them perfectly, um, which she knew she could do. Um, but she really wanted to push herself, and mm-hmm. the coach was like, "If you push yourself and do something that I've told you not to do, I'll quit." Um, and she, and she was like, "Ah, fuck it." So, it's like, "Are you Didier? Oh, Didier, more like Dantier. Yeah, Dantier, uh, yeah. do it, yeah." Eh? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's French, again. He's French Canadian. Yeah. This joke. yeah. <laughs> um. So what actually happened was she became the first woman to attempt a quadruple toe loop in competition, mm-hmm. which she'd done a lot in training and pulled off successfully. However, um, in oh, the competition, Lord. she yeah mm. the jump was not fully rotated um, in the air, and she had to do the the remainder of the rotation on the ice. Um, so she lost major points for that, like in a big way, because scoring the scoring's always based on how well you perform the things and mm. then how hard they are not how hard they are and then how well you perform them right mm. um so you do better doing a safe routine and, and executing it perfectly than doing a like ambitious excellence routine excellence rather than 
Yeah, because yeah, otherwise exactly. everyone would just do all the mad shit badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, she finished eleventh overall. Um, so she was really upset. Her mum was pissed off. Didier's um, out. Didier walked off. He's like, yeah. I fucking told you. Yeah, and there's an interview with her afterwards where they're like, um, Saria, what's what's happened? Like your coach said he was going to quit if you did that, and you did it, and you fucked it up. Um, and she's like, that horse was horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professional <laughs> journalist. But they do like crowd, crowd round yeah. her. And it's, like, Who are you? Where are you going? Yeah. yeah. And she's like a bit freaking out. Um, and he's been like, murder. And he's off. He's already gone. Long I'm gone. Off. He's off. Um, and she's, and because and she's still quite young at this point. I don't know mm-hmm. what how old she would be. This was, this was two years later. So she's what, 16 maybe at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so she's just kind of like you can see her freaking out a little bit, being mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I don't know what's happened. Like, I don't know what." They were like, "Is, do, is he still your coach?" And she was like, um, "I don't know. I guess not." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So for after that, she was coached by her mum. Oh God, that sounds like hell. Yeah, yeah. until September nineteen ninety two, she got this um, guy um, Frank Carroll, who was a really good coach in America. Um, but the French Skating Federation said you can't use an American coach like we're opposed to you training abroad so she wasn't allowed to do that ridiculous um, the yeah. French do hurt the Americans though yeah they do yeah um, so then she used this guy instead called Alain Galetti who was excellent but based in Paris and she was she lived in Nice mm-hmm. um, so her entire family m- moved her to Paris basically um, f- like four times a week Um and she and the, her mum just filled in the rest of the time. Um, so she went to the 1993 World Championships in Prague. She got silver um, against uh, behind uh, Oksana Bayul. Bay- Bay- Have you heard of her? <laughs> yeah, but only from the film Bloods of Glory. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I think she's Ukrainian now. I might have just made that up. I think but, so. Um, yeah, but what was frustrating for her was that she had, Saria had like significantly better technical content, like mm-hmm. w- was like, incre- like incredibly m- more like advanced, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, so, um, so she did seven triples, a triple, triple combination and two triple Lutzes and by all just did five triples and didn't even attempt a jump combination. So I don't know what a lot of that was I said, but the Keep point is, yeah, the point is she kept it very simple and she she mm-hmm. won. Um, and at this point, uh, yeah, um, Surya was really upset because she felt like she deserved that. Mm-hmm. Um, then, um, yeah, then comes the 1994 Winter Olympics in Lillehammer, Norway, which you might remember from last week. Um so Nancy Kerrigan had been off from an injury she sustained by being whacked. By being smacked <laughs> in the knee. Yeah. yeah. So she was she lost valuable training time. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was he- she was healed enough to compete, but she was undertrained, mm-hmm. um, and she nearly hadn't. She had a full she, cast on her leg. Yeah, pretty. Much. <laughs> oh, she was yeah. skating. <laughs> but like they nearly hadn't put her on the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other skate the other US skaters were like, yeah, give Nancy a go. So fine. Shit in it if you miss it because they go. Four years time, and by the way, you're an yeah. athlete, so your career is basically yeah. like yeah, over. Exactly. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Tonya Harding um, was there, but she was like buried under loads of press speculation at the time, mm-hmm. and like it was all going nuts. Um, and uh, but um, 
Saria performed really badly. So she it was her chance to to again at the Olympics. She performed really badly. She had two misses. Um, including a fall and she finished fourth so it's just not going well for her each time she no. gets, she's getting close sometimes like she's or you know times when she really sh- has a chance to win gold mm-hmm. and she's not getting it someone's beating her every time um, or not every time she does win some golds but um, she in 1994 um, so that same year she competed in the world championships again um, her final overall score was equal to um, uh, Yuka Sato, who was a Japanese skater, um, and there was a tiebreaker situation. Well, well, did they make him do it again? No, no, Ask, I don't really know. I guess they just discussed it a little bit more and like decided who was going to be the winner. Yeah. Uh, so Yuka Sato uh, won, and at this point, she'd had it so many times where she felt like she was being penalised for not fitting this stereotype yeah. that she. Um, stood beside the metal platform instead of on it and um she eventually did step onto the platform but she took her medal off um after it was presented to her and the crowd was like booing her like Mm. it was awful um and yeah and i think at that point the judges i think the judges in the judges defense they would always say that she her moves were excellent but before she did anything any kind of jump or anything what just, before she did anything she would just shout her own name <laughs> <laughs> it was really distracting yeah. <laughs> like she would say jump yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really stop doing yeah. that you got, you got yeah. really, you're so close that, if you can just control yeah. that one thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she um, she just hesitated every mm-hmm. time before she did it so in gymnastics you would before you do a move you like set yourself Reset, set yeah. your balance and then do it Whereas in figure skating, it's supposed to look easy and natural. Mm-hmm. You're never supposed like to do fluid. that. Fluid, yeah, fluid, exactly. Because um, it's supposed to look like a dance mm. um, where you just happen to be flying into the air a load of times. Yeah. Um. So the, that's what the judges would always say about her. Like, if she could just master that and not do that, then fine. So okay, you can give the judges the benefit of the doubt, I suppose. She had a couple of okay years where she competed okay. Um but then got an Achilles injury, um, which is really bad. Um, she, Do you mean a metaphorical Achilles injury or no, a literal a, Achilles? A, a, a yeah. yeah, literally her Achilles tendon mm-hmm. got injured. Um, so she goes to the 1998 Winter Olympics and she knows that she's not going to be able to do her routine because mm-hmm. she's too injured. But she's um, it's in Nagano, Japan. Uh, I don't know why I added that. Um so um yeah she yeah she's like basically i'm in agony Mm -hmm. like i can't even do the jumps like i can't land on the leg that's injured or anything like that um but but there was one thing that she knew she could definitely do get her tits out yes (laughs) (laughs) that would be sixes all around Uh, (laughs) um she knew because she practiced it loads that she could do a backflip uh, which had been banned since 1976 Ooh. from competitions. So you weren't obviously allowed to do backflips. Um, and she was like, fuck it. So she just went, she did it. She did a backflip and landed on one skate. And it was like, it's you can watch it, it's really impressive. Mm. Um, and all, basically all these things I'm saying are all on YouTube. Um, yeah, she obviously got a deduction for mm-hmm. doing an illegal move, but 
she knew that her career was over by that point yeah. like her olympic career was over by that point um and she was pleased with herself anyway and she and uh, and everyone was like all oh, the crowd fucking loved it like fucking every, hell, yeah shit. everyone was like so <laughs> up for it like um, imagine how good it could be <laughs> yeah definitely um so she fin- she actually finished 10th which wasn't actually that bad oh, you think you should like go out and just do everything you want and just come dead last yeah yeah, yeah. well that's what she felt like yeah. at, at that point um yeah and she retired um after that from like amateur competing mm-hmm. you know the olympics and stuff and then she did some professional skating that was like uh you know like different types of nice yeah. beautiful professional skating um but uh yeah so yeah, yeah. Good for her. now whenever she's down she just thinks i'm just gonna do a backflip yeah yeah right. your amazon delivery is alert backflip, yeah, backflip. <laughs> she, the weird thing is she's still because she was so young when she was competing and because all a of young these people, woman still, yeah, yeah she's yeah. still like i think she's well she's about 72 yeah, so, uh, so oh, probably something. nearly fifty now. Mm, I like, thought you were saying what was she like seventy two. Seventy two. Let me say she was born in seventy two. Seventy three. Seventy three. So fifty or something. What? No. Like forty seven. Yeah. She's not an old person, no. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, not. It's like all. a regular aged person. Yeah, a regular aged person going person. around. <laughs> exactly. Just, just with her previous stuff, life being like, yeah. back flipping. Yeah. Um, all she, all those, she got those points in it because she held her boot at someone. Oh, that would have been <laughs> just good, the judge just beheaded. Beheaded. <laughs> um, I just yeah. like absolutely love uh, the sports personality to absolutely lose it in yeah. a way like that, like yeah. like John McEnroe, but less like less obnoxious. Yeah, because that because that's too much, like, like arrogant. In like tennis is basically a fur game. You've got an op- opponent yeah. you're playing against. Yeah, yeah there's no, so, there's yeah. no judging involved. And it is, it's it's yeah. quite American to argue with a referee. Yeah. Um, but just to take your bladed boot off yeah, in, in and it, to sk- it. yeah would yeah. be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now she does a lot of coaching, and in the documentary that I watched about her, she w- went to a like predominantly black um, like skater. Um, what do I call it? School, mm-hmm. skating school, um, and was like uh, black and Hispanic, and was like uh, this was in America, and she was like teaching them the kids that they could like that's good, yeah, be whatever they want to be. So yeah, there well, you yeah. go. So it's quite uplifting, really, wasn't it? After all yeah, that, yeah, good for yeah, her. Yeah. Good oh, underdog story because she, the thing about like all good sports documentaries or films is that they always lose at the end, but they mm. achieve what they wanted to achieve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like she, in Rocky, which is get brain damage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's really had his eye on that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. um, I mean, mood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Cool. Good. I, I was going to answer me then, but I didn't. Uh, I think it was going to be a joke. But I'm it, quite tired. You're going to announce your career well, as a figure, a figure skater. skater i think obviously i've done two figure skating stories in a row i obviously deep down want to be a figure skater mm-hmm. but it can't happen for me now beth and i oh. have spoke a lot about doing halloween costumers um the two male characters from blades of glory oh yeah that'd be good um it, like obviously she would be the blonde elegant peacock yes. one and i would be like the other oh, way. Yeah. Um, That'd be fun. And yeah, we still have a year like, oh, we should really do it, but we have to put so much effort in. And I think Beth wants to make the costumes. Oh, yeah. And that kind of stuff. And it's not something you're just going to have, you know, like you're not going to have that stuff in the. No, like you, know, you have to go get you really sequins. And yeah. You can't just be like, oh, some shorts will do. Uh, yeah, it like won't. it won't work. Yeah. 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 Um, should we have some corrections? 
Uh, sure. I just wanted to confirm the the Madagascar of Mattoon is correct, not yes. the Mattoon Madagascar. Not uh, that, that makes I, yeah, any difference. I think difference. I even had it written down. I think I just panicked. Just got stage um, fright. Yeah. And then got gas um, you guys tried to make me look up every language spoken <laughs> in India, and I do have them, um, but they're difficult to pronounce. And so, as punishment for <laughs> you making me do that, I thought I would have you say some oh, of them. I see, and then pass them over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's in- a Indian, and no, <laughs> you can't take that one. No, there isn't an Indian. Oh, is there? Also, <laughs> there's an Indian. But I just thought you were going to sweep in oh, there and say the ones that are like really English. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> English is one of them, though. I mean, not on the list, but it's presumably yeah, they speak yeah. English. Yeah. Um, Hindi. Mm-hmm. Shall I just read them all? Yeah, go on. Uh, Bengali. Oh, oh yeah. Rima's yeah. going to kill us because she's oh, Bengali. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mar- Marathi. Marathi. You know, I, I don't know if the accent helps. I think, yeah, I well, know. the thing is, whenever... It's got a good intention, hasn't like, it? Like, literally, whenever I speak to an Indian person, I'm like, you could at least try with the accent. Um, but it does feel like I'm taking the piss. Yeah. yeah. It's like, um, for, for everything that's happened in the past couple of years, yeah. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Urdu, Gujarati. Mm. Oh, Urdu. Yeah. Uh, Punjabi. Mm-hmm. Kashmiri, such an obvious yeah. one. Um, Rajasthani. Rajasthani. Yep. Uh, Cindy, uh, Assamese or Assamia. Mm. Uh, Maitili and Odia. Oh dear. I feel like I knew more well, of them than. Than you thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. sure. well, a lot of them are just regions of India. So yeah. not yeah. just, obviously. I apologise, Indian listeners. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, yeah. That was good. You've alienated so many. I, I didn't mean to say like you just speak regions of India, but yeah. it's as simple minutes. as. Um, they uh, have the I, same I sometimes think about this. This is a quick non aside. Mm. Well, it is an aside, but it's just pointless. Um, like, say we had regional. Well, we have regional dialects in England yeah. anyway. Um, and, like, some places have them, like Scouse or, like, Lancastrian or yeah. Manc. Yorkshire doesn't have one. Don't have what? Don't have what? It doesn't have <laughs> no. a name for its regional York Yorkshire. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm. Yeah. It, or Leeds. It's yeah. got a Leeds accent. I think it probably does have a name, but we just don't. No yeah. one uses it. Or Liney. But you are right, though. Yeah. yeah. I think part of the reason for that is York Yorkshire accents are actually quite broad. Quite varied. Yeah. 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 And I think I'm. At, I don't know. If I've told this story on the podcast before. I don't think I have. Mm. Um, have you tried to look it up? Yeah, well, it says it's just called the Yorkshire dialect or just Yorkshire generally, yeah. but people also say Yorkie, which frankly I find oh, disgusting. Yeah, I no. That's no. horrible. Get out of town. Oh, tyke. Which tyke is even worse. Sounds, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a fish. And that sounds more northern, isn't it? Like, like, yeah. Like northeast. Yeah. yeah like, like Tyne. Like a borough might speak tyke. Yeah. 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 A monkey hanger. Is that yeah, what they call people from borough? I didn't like any of those options mm. anyway. No. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I remember my uncle once was in an airport. I think it might have been in Amsterdam. I guess it was Schiphol, and the name of the airport. Yeah. And, yeah, and he heard someone talking, and he was like, "Excuse me, are you from Horsforth?" And the guy was like, "Yeah," and it was just like quite obviously the Horsforth accent, which yeah. is just like a town, and it, ha- it must have a population of about twenty thousand people. But just like he could tell. That's that's so yeah. yeah, he's from Osford. You, you, you can tell from yeah. you can tell from looking at like him though. Really camp Leeds voice. Yeah, yeah on a bloke it is. On a lass, yeah. it's quite no, it's quite awful. ever. <laughs> uh, it, <yeah. laughs> 
Um, I don't know what's happening right now, but that's currently where I live. So. Oh yeah, yeah, but you don't have a you have a Lancastrian accent, don't you? I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not at Cumbrian. Cumbrian, yeah. Yeah. Technically. Barrow has its own Barovian, yeah, because it's such a weird, specific accent. Yeah, and it's sort of like, not that it's out on its own, but it sort of is, like, as a a place. So you can can hear it as an accent. It's just a mix of, like, five different other accents, really. It's Mm. just like some Yorkshire with some Lancastrian with some Cumbrian thrown in there. Sometimes you say a word and it's like it's pronounced totally different to how I would pronounce it. Yeah. I I can't really think of any examples. That one time you guys revealed to me that you you didn't say tre as the past form of tree. That really blew my mind. Wait, what? (laughs) I think, did I say I didn't say tre? Tre? What the fuck are you guys saying? Yeah, when you tre someone real nice. (laughs) Oh, when you and treat you them. Right. <laughs> treated. treated. Yeah. yeah, it is treated, but, tret, but, you, but we you, say tret. I would, I would understand might, tret, though. I would understand I tret, but it's like myself, I'm trying to think of but... another ex- example where you might, <laughs> you, you would accidentally shorten it thinking that oh, it was like a similar yeah. to another word. That we'd... But I, whenever I say like a past tense form of a verb now, I always like check myself to make oh, sure no. if, yeah. if it ends in a T I'm always yeah. like I, tr- I wrote burnt the other day and then I raised it and wrote burnt instead <laughs> like, yeah l- learnt and learned yeah. Like, yeah but then I think learnt looks like it's written wrong because it's just oh, like yeah. R and T yeah. but then if you say learned you sound like an idiot yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, le- <laughs> you know, I learned English but then you can't say I learned English no that's definitely worse yeah. Should we um, uh, finish this? And oh, then yeah, rec- then we should <laughs> another <episode>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. save some of this yeah. chit chat for Breaking later. Because I want to talk about those two Leeds lasses off Goggle Box because they make me laugh. <laughs> oh, I love All them. Right, yeah. um, it's cool. a crazy story. Right, what should we, thank uh, what do, we uh, do with this? Thank what you. Should we do? Thanks. Uh, thanks to producer Jada, who. Is edu- I think she's editing this episode, so thank you. Thank, thank you. Uh, you were thanked. <laughs> thanked her. Um, thanked. <laughs> <laughs> thanked. <laughs> um, Thank you to the listeners for listening. Um, Thanks, one bro. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at His Crazy mm-hmm. Story or on everything else at The Overtake. Really do follow us on Instagram though at His Crazy Story because we like we. Jada well, puts Jada. a lot of work into it. She's good. Yeah. To, I, I was going to be like, we go to a lot of effort, but it's no. Jada does it. It's Jada, um, and the, there's pictures from each episode. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> you should see the, yeah. the pictures of the. Um, the mad gasser of Matoon. Oh, we will, won't we? He, like, Did often they put him in, like, a gas mask to make him... Oh. Or to make what, her creepier. Yeah, because, yeah. like, you know, yeah. people have mocked it up a few yeah. times. Yeah. That's fine. I was um, really confused as to what the fuck... I was like, is this a bit, like... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, it's just... Wait, do you see the pictures of this person who's <laughs> yeah. never been caught or identified? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um... Bye, then. Yeah. Bye. Bye, yeah. then, in that. Bye. Hold up. 
Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.